Hello and welcome to the Double Double. My name is David Dixon and today we are doing the Super Bowl preview pod. Super Bowl 54 this Sunday, February 2nd in Miami and we got the Chiefs and the Niners. Taylor is super busy at work this week, so he's not able to join us today, but don't worry. He texted me his favorite bets and, most importantly, his prediction for the big game on Sunday. Uh, I'm really looking forward to to this game. It's a really, really good matchup. Me and Taylor talked about before. It seems like we got it right. These are the two teams everyone wanted in it. Obviously, we kind of wish he had the Ravens, but going into the playoffs, at least the Ravens were one of the more desired teams, but the fact that we got Mahomes in the Super Bowl is just fantastic. So so early, and we got the Niners, who is the best team in the NFC all year. So the first thing that I want to talk about with this matchup is that the game is being played in Miami, and I think this is a really interesting point to make because while Miami has its own weather concerns about the rain as it can be rainy and you don't want to play the Super Bowl in the rain. Miami as a host city, you could just tell that the environment and the energy down there from all the media members and the players, they're all having a great time. And this isn't to say that certain cities shouldn't be allowed to host the Super Bowl, but there's definitely a reason why a great city like Chicago does so well with the NFL draft in May when it's really nice there versus in February. There's just a reason why these games should be played in warm weather cities. It should be in Miami. It should be in Los Angeles, you know, and not to say that Minnesota or New York City where I'm from or Chicago or some of these cold weather cities shouldn't be allowed to host a Super Bowl, but I mean, it makes it way more enjoyable when you see the videos of the players out in Miami enjoying it, the Andy Reid and the Hawaiian shirt. That's great. It's bundled up like he would be if this game was played in Minneapolis or Detroit, let's just say. And I just think that Miami as a host city, they're built for this. They're built for the big events. They're built for basically the big party that is the Super Bowl. All week you have obviously all the... NFL sanctioned events, but then you have all the different media companies and different groups who are there all week hosting parties and big celebrations of the Super Bowl and the whole season. And Miami is just a uniquely built city for that. They can handle all the all the guests. They can handle the nightlife. They can handle the food. The food in Miami is incredible. It's a big enough city. So I, I think Miami is a host city. I know that they rotate around, but Miami should host a lot more of these Super Bowls. And it's kind of like when you talk about other big events around the world, like with the Olympics or something, whether they should rotate as much or just be like, you know what? This city did so well. Let's just keep rotating between four cities. Like Los Angeles can do the Olympics. London can do the Olympics, you know? And let's just keep rotating. And Miami deserves to host more Super Bowls than... uh, than they've had and because they they hosted in 06 when it was the Colts uh versus uh 
Colts versus the Bears when it was Rex Grossman versus uh, Peyton Manning and Devin Hester returning for for the uh, for the t- opening touchdown. But there there needs to be more of it, uh, more going on because there's been ten Super Bowls played in Miami, uh, and the Niners have already been in one. It was Super Bowl 29 when they beat the Chargers in 1994. Uh, oh, yeah, when it was in 1994 when they beat the Chargers. And Elway's been in this one. It seems like the, the Miami Super Bowls is great, and i like to see even more of them. They've had 10, but I would see even more of them. You had the, you had the Saints. The Saints beat the... When the Saints beat the Colts, too, it was there. So Miami, big fan of Miami, more Super Bowls in Miami. That's the official stance of the double-double. And who knows, maybe uh, maybe we could take the podcast on the road next next year for, uh, for the Super Bowl. So jumping right into what people actually care about, which is the matchup. The matchup between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. I mentioned at the top, this is the matchup we hear at, the double-double wanted to see. It was all season. It was the best team in the NFC and one of the best teams in the NFL in the San Francisco 49ers against the Chiefs, who I know the Ravens had a better record, so I'll call them the so-called the Chiefs' second best in the AFC, but I thought the Chiefs were right there with the Ravens all season. I thought they were both better than the Patriots, both better, better than the Texans, and I'm just really happy that we get the the Chiefs in it because they have Patrick Mahomes. And a lot of the discussion this week around the game, and obviously there's been, you don't want to call it a, a distraction, but there with the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and everyone else involved in that in, in the helicopter helicopter crashes past Sunday, that's been such a focus this week that it feels like the Super Bowl has moved into the background a little bit because um, so much media attention and just so much of people's focus has been on that tragedy uh, that I think that this game on Sunday will really bring people a lot of joy because they could take their mind off like what they're grieving and, and that tragedy and really just focus on the game and enjoying wherever they're watching with it, with the people who they're watching it with. And they get to watch Patrick Mahomes, who is one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the NFL, depending on who you ask. And he has a chance in his second season starting, his third season in the NFL, to win his first Super Bowl. And he's not a guy who, when you talk about guys who have won early, like Russell Wilson, just say that because he won most recently very young. He's not a guy who Wilson in his second year wasn't the Wilson that he is now. He wasn't a guy who could go down and win the game for you consistently. He had a elite defense, one of the best defenses of all time, the first year they won when they beat the, the Denver Broncos. And they had an elite running game with Marshawn Lynch. And Wilson did what he had to do. He was very, very good. Don't get me wrong. Very good. But didn't have to 
dominate the games. It wasn't all on his shoulders yet the way that it is now and the way that it has been for Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes came into the league, sat behind Alex Smith for a year, but then once he was starting, he was immediately one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Threw 50 touchdowns, won MVP his first real year. That put him so far on the map that he gets to cover Madden, and now it's he comes in back this year, and it's, okay, what can you do for an encore? And he plays really well at the beginning, but then he hurts his knee. And you have Matt Moore starts like, oh, my God, he dislocated his knee. Is this the end of his season? The Chiefs are out of it then. But he makes a miraculous recovery. And the first couple of weeks, it was a little shaky. He wasn't moving the way that he was before. And it's, it's not like he's a Lamar Jackson type where he could take off for a 40-yard touchdown at any point and he's juking guys. But Mahomes is so good escaping the pocket and throwing on the run and stepping up and he mobility is a is, is a big deal for him not as much as some other guys but just in terms of getting throws off Mahomes loves to move around the pocket and extend plays and he just didn't look that healthy when he was first coming back but as the weeks went on he, he's back he is now fully fully back uh he looks as healthy as maybe he's ever looked in the NFL the the balls that he's throwing to some of these guys are insane. What he's done in the playoffs so far has been ridiculous. And what he is doing is he can cement himself as the top player in the NFL. He can remind people, okay, Lamar may have won the regular season and won the MVP, but I'm still the top guy. And you saw that the last few weeks of the season and in the postseason because the big concern about Kansas City this whole season, the whole season, and, and even last year, was they have Mahomes, they have the offense, but can they defend anyone? Can they stop anyone when it matters? Specifically, can they stop the run? Week five, they lose to Indianapolis. Marlon Mack runs all over them. The Colts dominate time of possession. The Colts win. The Colts win the game in Indianapolis. Then they go play Houston. They lose to Houston at home. Then Mahomes comes back from his injury. When, when he's back from injury, they're, they're six and three. Matt Moore did very well Philly in those those couple weeks, and they play Tennessee, and Derrick Henry. Absolute dominate them. And me and Taylor talked about this going into their their rematch in the AFC Championship. But Derrick Henry ran for 188 yards and two touchdowns in, in that game in November. That was when you're wondering, okay, the Chiefs are six and four. They have Mahomes, but can they stop anybody? Is this defense ever going to be good enough to advance the postseason? And you know, back then we were still talking about the Patriots, really. And the Ravens, can they stop Lamar Jackson and can they stop Tom Brady? And the defense heard all that and they took it, I'm guessing, super personally. And they've been awesome ever since. Since that loss to Tennessee, they gave up 17 points to the Chargers, 9 to the Raiders, 16 to the Patriots, 3 to the Broncos, 3 to the Bears, and 21 to the Chargers again to finish out the regular season. And then in the postseason, 
obviously they go out, they're down 20 nothing to Houston or 24 nothing, whatever it was. And there was some bad luck there, some turnovers and muff punts and all that stuff. They gave him really bad field possession, but the offense exploded and really won that game. And then they give up 24 points to Tennessee, and they it was really just 17 in the first half when the game was still uh, close. And they came out, and that defense has gotten so much better that they're now, a, a, you, could, you, you could very easily argue, a full football team because they are now at, at, at the end of the season they're sixth in the NFL in yards per game and they're seventh in the NFL in points allowed per game and you know defensive yards can mean a lot of different things because a team could be great at yards per game because they played a couple of just terrible terrible teams like when you look like, like like when you look at the Patriots yards per game numbers they're really good but that would happen when you play the Jets twice and the Redskins and the Bills and the Dolphins and not so great offenses But the points are what matters because that's what you're trying not to let them do is the points. And the, they really got better towards the end of the season with the points per game. So with the super, super healthy Mahomes and a very improved defense, that's why I think Kansas City's favored by a point and a half in this game because they have the better quarterback and their defense no longer is such a question mark that it terrifies people who are rooting for them or betting on them or pulling for them to, to, to win the game. Because the, they can now kind of rely on the defense. I'm not fully sold on the defense yet, but it's no longer so bad that that you know that, like you know, the other team's going to score when they need to because they just can't get a stop. You now have faith that they can get stops when they have to, which is a really important. And then on the other side, you got San Francisco, who was the best team in the NFC all season, really, like. From the first week to the till the NFC Championship game, they were by far and away the best team. They start eight and zero, and really just dominating teams with their with their defense, and they're able to run the ball. They have a, a lot of different running backs, different attacks. Garoppolo does what he needs to do. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over. Just George Kittle is the best tight end in football. You got Debo Samuel, who's an exciting weapon on, on the outside. They pick up Emmanuel Sanders. You know, they are really good. <laughs> They're really, really good. And they they blew through the first eight weeks of, of the season. You know, the, the just, just the scores that stick out to me is they dominated Carolina 51-13. They dominated the Rams. They destroyed the Browns and then they have Monday night against the, the Seahawks and they dropped that one in overtime. That was the first loss of the season eight and one. You're like, okay, how do they respond? Well, they go beat Arizona and then they go demolish Green Bay for the first time. And you now you're like, okay, of the real quarterbacks that they faced, it's because when they played Pittsburgh, Roethlisberger was out and I don't really count Baker. Okay, so they beat Goff and, and the Rams and they beat but they lose to Russell Wilson on the road. Sorry, at home. And that, and then you're like, okay, but this defense is great, but they beat up some bad and young quarterbacks. What do they do when against a really good quarterback like Aaron Rodgers? Well, they go out and win 37-8. to eight. Just absolutely dominate, dominate the game. And then they go play, okay, let's go play 
Baltimore and Lamar Jackson in the rain. They lose that one 2017, but Lamar played well, but it wasn't like Lamar was Lamar the way he was like the MVP. Lamar, they they held him to only 105 yards in the air, one touchdown, and then 16 carries, another 100 yards for Lamar. So Lamar did kind of his thing, but to a way lesser degree than he was doing to anyone else. Then they go to New Orleans, and they win a shootout, which is why they that this game gives me hope or makes me really think that the Niners can compete with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes because Drew Brees played his A game. He had 350 yards. Yep. Brees played his absolute A game in that one. He had 350 yards, five touchdowns, uh, even ran for ones. He had six total touchdowns, and... What the San Francisco 49ers showed was that they can compete with the great offenses, too, in this one. Garoppolo had 350 yards himself, four touchdowns. Emmanuel Sanders even threw for one on a trick play. And they end up winning the game 48-46 to in the Superdome against the, the Saints, who were also, they were both 10-2 going to that one. That was, like, best first best. And... When that when I look at that game, it's like okay, the Chiefs are going to put up points. It I don't they they're, they're going to put up points. Patrick Mahomes is so good, and that offense is so good. You're not going to be able to shut them out or shut them down for a prolonged period of time. You may be able to do it for a quarter or a quarter and a half, as the Texas did. But this offense is so good, so dynamic with so many weapons. It's they are going to score. Like, the fewest points that they scored all season was 13 against the Colts. And that was in week five. Since week five, the fewest points that they've scored is 23. My question for the 49ers and for their offense, because that's the one question mark with this team, is because their defense is as elite as it comes. Best in the NFL. The speed, the pass rush, the secondary, Richard Sherman, best best in the NFL. Can they score enough with Garoppolo to win the game? Can they score 20, 23 points against this good, improving Chiefs defense? Because that's the question, which is Garoppolo did it once in – in New Orleans, but that was really the only time he's had to do it the entire season because they, he did it against the Rams, played great, but it wasn't, it's not like they are in that many shootouts because their defense is just so good, especially in the playoffs. Can Garoppolo match, let's say, Mahomes score for score? That just gives me pause with what's making me lean towards the Chiefs in this one because even though Garoppolo has been good, I still view him more as a game manager than a truly elite of the elite quarterback. The other matchup I think is really interesting in, in this game is between the coaches. Because you have two coaches who have faced a lot of jokes and have been made fun of a lot in their past for their demons, for the mistakes they made in the past. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan will always go down as the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons, 
in that Super Bowl where they blew a 28-3 lead to the New England Patriots. And Andy Reid's reputation is great coach, can't win, can't win the big game. Well, one of them is going to relinquish those past demons of Shanahan's either going to be able to put 28-3 behind him and win his first Super Bowl in what really should be his second Super Bowl win. And Andy Reid or Andy Reid will be able to say, say, hey, I finally won the big game. I can finally, I finally went, won the big game with the best quarterback I've ever had with a really good defense. And I'm setting myself up, me and Mahomes. I'm going to coach for as long as I can. And me and Mahomes are going to be back here. We got the monkey off, off my back. I can win big games now. One of those things is, is going to happen. Either Shanahan will no longer be remembered as solely the guy for 28-3, and Reed will be able to win the big game. So I think that it's unlikely that, uh, that Shanahan will ever be forgotten for, for the 28-3 game, but I think that just between the coaches, I think Shanahan just has way less history with a bad reputation the way Andy Reid has, because Andy Reid has lost so many big games that even if he wins this one, I still think that, that there'll be a little bit of pause towards Andy Reid in future big games, even if they win the Super Bowl. So my prediction, here's where we're going to bring in Taylor's prediction. So he thinks that the Niners are going to win the football game. He thinks that the Niners are way too good. He thinks that their defense specifically is so good that he is betting on the Niners to win plus 112 money line, which is just them to win the game. He thinks the Niners defense is going to bring it home for him. And he thinks that the Chiefs defense, as much as they're getting better, will have to decide to stop the run or the pass. And they can't do both. And the Niners are good enough on offense of just, hey, you want to stop this? We'll do that. And if you want to stop the run, we'll pass. If you want to stop the pass, we'll run. So he's picking the Niners. I disagree with him. I think that the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs are going to win 27-24. I think it's going to be really close. But I just think that the Niners are going to choose, hey, we have to stop Mahomes. And I just don't think that they can. I just think Mahomes is so good. He's going to win his first Super Bowl and set himself up for dominating this this next decade one of the best things about the super bowl is the prop bets so taylor just wanted me to highlight a few fun prop bets so first touchdown of the game he's saying debo samuels debo samuel 10 to 1 odds debo is one of garoppolo's favorite targets has become a darling of nfl twitter i really like him 10 to 1 odds is i think as good as you're going to get for any touchdown guy not named like george kittle or travis kelsey could very easily happen Mahomes to throw one interception said it's even. I kind of like this one because Mahomes is a gunslinger. He takes chances. The Niners defense is so good. I can see Mahomes just taking a chance down down the field. The Niners read it well, tip pass, something like that. I think that's a that's a solid bet as well. And he said Nick Bosa for MVP, 30 to 1 odds. Nick Bosa for a rookie to win the Super Bowl MVP would be incredible. Just incredible. But hey, if he has two or three sacks and a forced fumble or something, 
you, you never know. You never know. And he could do that, two or three sacks, of course, fumble, and the Chiefs could still win the game because Mahomes in this offense is so good and no lead is ever safe with Patrick Mahomes. And I disagree with this one. This is the most fun prop that he said, the blue Gatorade bath, four to one odds. I disagree, Taylor. I mean, come on. Both teams wear red. I don't know what the odds are for, for the red Gatorade, but it's got to be red. Uh, the Chiefs wear red. The Niners wear, wear red. I think it's going to be red Gatorade on both sideline. Uh, and the, the winning coach will get uh, doused in red Gatorade. So I got the Chiefs 27-24. He's got the Niners. And I think he's saying Niners, Niners big. So it's been a really, really fun NFL season. Looking forward to recapping the game next week with Taylor. Uh, so just want to say, hope everyone enjoys the game this Sunday. Should be a great one. Uh, and everyone take care and make it a great day. Mm-hmm.